Honeymooners John Gilbert and Ina Clare were among the more eye-catching American tourists in Europe in the summer of 1929. Forty-ish Ina Clare was Broadway's leading light comedienne, and as for John Gilbert in his early thirties, he was the screen's hottest heartthrob, the top male sex symbol of the late 1920s, and one of MGM's box office champs. Handsome, mercurial, and very talented, he had already married and divorced one star, Leatrice Joy, and had famously taken movie newcomer Greta Garbo as his lover. Jack, Gilbert, as he was known to friends and enemies alike, would go on to marry another actress, Ingenue Virginia Bruce, and become the lover of Garbo's chief competitor as a glamour queen, Marlena Dietrich. Indeed, there were few leading ladies who were not pursued by him. The list would include Lillian Gish, Lupe Velez, May Murray, and Barbara Lamar. He and Ina Clare had wed, after a swift courtship, that May in Las Vegas. The brittle, sophisticated Ina Clare and the emotional whirlwind John Gilbert were an unlikely couple, and few friends gave their marriage much chance. A probably apocryphal exchange pretty much summed up their relationship. Reporter, tell me, Miss Clare, what's it like being married to a big star? Ina Clare, I don't know. Why don't you ask Mr. Gilbert? Although he had been a star at MGM for four years, with such hits as The Merry Widow, The Big Parade, Flesh and the Devil, and Love, John Gilbert had many worries as he and his new wife embarked on the Ile de France for Europe, trailed by fans, reporters, and photographers. He had recently completed his first two talking films, but his relationship with MGM management was increasingly strained. In May he had made Redemption, a dark, heavy Russian drama. Despite his early stage training, John Gilbert had no microphone experience, and was nervous and floundering. Being coached by his wife only made him feel more inadequate. In July, while Redemption was still being edited, he filmed a Ruritanian romance, His Glorious Night, directed by actor Lionel Barrymore, and co-starring newcomer Catherine Dale Owen. He knew neither project was much good, and suspected that his glorious night might be a real stinker. He was not sure which would be released first, as his feature-talking debut. For reasons long debated, MGM led with his glorious night. John Gilbert was still on his leisurely way home from his honeymoon when his glorious night opened on October 5th, 1929, a premiere that would find its way into Hollywood legend. To this day, many believe that John Gilbert's high, squeaky, effeminate voice sent his career into an instant tailspin that he skulked off to drink himself to death. The talky failure of John Gilbert and, to a lesser extent, Clara Bow, became an emblem of the era. Kazoo-voiced Lena Lamont in Singin' in the Rain is based partly on John Gilbert's sudden fall. Gloria Swanson's Norma Desmond's Sunset Boulevard and Jean Duardin's Georges Valentin, the artist, have more than a little John Gilbert in them. Norma Desmond even rages. They took the idols and smashed them, the Fairbankses, the Gilberts, the Valentinos, and who've we got now? Some nobodies. Like many rumors, it contains a little bit of truth and a lot of myth-making. The New York Times review of His Glorious Night was not as dire as legend will have it. Both Mr. Gilbert and Catherine Dale Owen contribute competent performances to this production, 
Mordant Hall wrote, Mr. Gilbert is to be congratulated on the manner in which he handles this speaking role. His voice is pleasant, but not one which is rich in nuances. His performance is good, but it would benefit by the suggestion of a little more wit. He, as one might presume, wears his officer's uniform as if he were bred in the army traditions. But Hall also noted something that would come to haunt Gilbert even beyond his death. The actor constantly repeats, I love you, to the Princess Orsellini as he kisses her. In fact, his many protestations of affection caused a large female contingent in the theater yesterday afternoon to giggle and laugh. Variety's review was even deadlier. A few more talker productions like this, and John Gilbert will be able to change places with comedian Harry Langdon.